Welcome back to. Uh, uh, no, I can't make jokes. I can't, I'm not. I'm not going to make jokes on this. Look, <laughs> this is a serious one. Um, uh, we're going to be talking about world events today. We're actually going to learn learn a thing or two today uh, about the whole George Floyd thing and uh, riots and shit. And today I brought um, someone racially diverse, <laughs> also a fellow minority. <laughs> Nathan is here. Nate is here with me today. Yes. Hello, uh, brown skin. Could you please uh, state your name for the record? Um, I'm Nate. I am not white, and um, that means I can talk about this. Your address? Um, 111, um, sweet ass lane. <laughs> Social security? Uh, <laughs> fuck you at night. <laughs> 911? <laughs> yes, I can hold. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, <laughs> I don't. I really don't want to start off with a joke. It's just <laughs> fucking bad. All right, but uh, but we are talking about world events today because it's mm-hmm. honestly just been uh, fucked. Like, it, it, absolutely. Uh, my whole thing on that is just like I'm completely pissed about the whole thing. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. I'm not even black, and I. <laughs> it sounds like a joke, but I don't mean it that way. <laughs> but it's just like it, it's this whole the rioting and everything. Uh, we'll we'll get into all that in a second. Uh, but everything that's just going on right now. It, it, it's like a culmination of everything that could go wrong basically is is pretty much going wrong at it's this point. like the the culmination of years of trying to make a statement or make a uh, get your voice heard and it's like this was the last straw almost it was kind of oh, like yeah. they didn't listen before or well they gonna listen now oh yeah uh and uh, I'll probably reiterate it throughout the throughout the whole discussion here. But uh, the thing with me is, like, I kind of – I really want this to be, like, the last one because we've had protests and stuff for, like, you know, other unnecessary killings. Mm-hmm. You know, black men, other minorities, you know, basically just, like, what everyone uh, sees as white oppression. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone uh, – people uh, – basically officers abusing their white privilege and everything. Um I've been telling just about everybody. It's like, I I really want this to be like the last one. It's like this. It's, it's ridiculous that this still has to go on. Uh, uh, but, uh, first and foremost, I do, I do have this all written out Cause like, I kind of wanted to like, uh, cause I figured we would go, I'd be going on tangents here and there. Mm -hmm. So like, I tried to like organize all my thoughts. Um, but so first and foremost, I do want to say that, uh, this actually does like deeply make me upset. Like that just all this nonsense is happening. Um, but really upset isn't like the right word to use. Like, s- like stupidly enraged. Enraged, yeah. I- I'd probably say it's you know, more towards that, because like the fact that it's you know 2020 now, uh, and, and this ra- is still happening. Yeah, it- it's it's still such a stupidly large issue. Um, still, it's been 60 years since the 1960s began, mm-hmm. and obviously I'm no history buff, but that was like, from my understanding, that's like the culmination of like. Uh, when civil rights was just huge, you mm-hmm. know, you had Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, uh, big names at the time, uh, and uh, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X both assassinated, mm-hmm. you know, murdered, killed for speaking for human rights, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not just black people, but you know that was their like main focus, um, and they just didn't want to be discriminated by the color of their skin, which to me in this day of age, call me a liberal, call me a gen, whatever the fuck. Um, I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. It's been 60 years. 20 years ago, the 21st century started. Uh, a new era in America should have began. 
And I, you know, in a way, I feel like it did, but. Uh, we're learning more. We're understanding things better. Advancing, you know, ten years ago, I guess the politically correct culture kind of like came to be really yeah. like that was like uh, you know a huge thing, uh, starting to rise up in the last decade or so. And we've made leaps and bounds, you know, gay marriage and all that stuff like came about. Which I don't know. I really don't have a stance on that. Well, I, obviously, people are people. Like they should be treated as such. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I just I wasn't. I'm not in that whole thing. So I mean, I really have no say on that. Uh, but you know we're humans. We learn as people. We 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 try to get better. You know, because like especially uh, like I have to give humans some credit because as we've gone on through the years, obviously we don't act like we did back in like sixty ninety. Yeah, I don't know what the hell they were doing there. I didn't research any of that shit. Medieval times, I guess. Jesus was still around, I think. Fighting sores, getting a black plague. Pro- <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's uh, It was just developing. Um, but the thing is, we we learn as humans. Uh, but the thing is, like, why the fuck is this still continuing? I, I don't understand it. Why, why is racism still such, like, a goddamn thing that we have to deal with nowadays? I was, uh, I was on... I was looking through some stuff from the 1920s to the 1960s a couple weeks ago just mm-hmm. because... My family, it's it's my my mother's father was was black. So when I see they have a picture of him and his and his white wife, and it's you see back in the 1960s when everything was you know still going crazy. You see mm-hmm. on one side of the table it's my entire grandfather's side, and on the other side of the table it's my entire grandmother's side, and it's like white people on one side, black people on the other side, and they're both like in the middle. Yeah. And to me, it's like such a great photo because you see during the time. Like, you know, just from looking at the, this black and white picture, what the uh-huh. time was, and you yeah. can see it, but you see, like, all the white people and all the black people are just, like, smiling like they're having fun, like, nothing's, mm-hmm. like, a problem. What it should be nowadays. And that photo, just, like, the essence of that photo, I just, it's, like, my favorite picture that I've ever seen. And when you see stuff that goes on now, and when you see, like, if you, you can go on Reddit, and you can go on, you can look up, like, Morbid Reality or such something, you can find stuff because people forget i feel like sometimes you need to remind yourself of what humans are capable of and what oh yeah what what people say on the outside isn't exactly what they mean on the inside mm-hmm. and when i i see some of these pictures from like the 1920s and it's like two black guys just like lynched on this tree and you see like mm-hmm. 150 white people and just so many of them are just like smiling and that was just common like ha- and i'm just like yeah these people have no Nothing. And I'm thinking these people are like the grandparents of like the kids or like of the cop oh, yeah. age people we would have today. Oh, yeah. And yeah, racism and stuff like that kind of gets and things that divide us seem to get filtered through mm-hmm. time and we get closer together. But it also seems like there are establishments in place where in order for the youth to because usually it's the old people go and then the youth come in and then it's like a new age. Yeah. And that's just the cycle that happens. But the way that the system is set up and the way that certain campaigns are set up or or years in office are set up is that someone can just run indefinitely for 50-plus years. And they may have the same ideas as Strom Thurmond, but he's just living now. And so now we expect, oh, everyone's equal. Everyone's – it's kind of like when you walk down the street, you're not like, oh, fuck this guy, fuck that guy. Like you have a general (laughs) sense of we're equal. Yeah. So you're not really thinking of, oh, this guy's been in office for 50 years? Uh, what what did he vote for 50 years ago? You don't think about mm-hmm. stuff like that, but it's like the system in place. And I feel like that's why after all this George Floyd stuff, the there's been riots and stuff all over the place because I feel like 
they've it's they've had enough. It's, oh, yeah. The system has failed them with with Trayvon, with with Eric Gardner, with multiple different killings, and and nothing ever changed. And most, if not all, of them unnecessary, completely unnecessary, uh, completely too. unnecessary. Like the I know I have them in here somewhere, but like the the lady who was in her home, uh, the I think she was a I think she was a nurse or some she was in the medical field, mm-hmm. but she was just at home, and she got shot because uh, I think it was like someone the officers went to the wrong apartment and just shot her. And I was like, uh, it was ridiculous. And what are the repercussions for that? Nothing. Slap on the wrist? Yeah, pretty much. You literally took a human you out of this world. Uh, I know I get in, into this later, but the thing with, uh, what was it, Officer Derek Chauvin, I think you pr- I think is uh, how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was arrested and charged, uh, which is obviously something they had to do at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but he only got a third-degree murder, a third-degree murder charge, and manslaughter, which is basically nothing. Basically, basically cementing it as an accident, when it clearly was not. And the thing is, it wasn't just that one officer who was doing that. There was four of them there, one of them bearing witness the whole time. And I saw the video of him. Like, they were, uh, they had him detained. There, it, it was, it was uh, completely unnecessary. Cause I, I know I was talking to one of my other friends. Um, I was, I was just trying to get opinions from different people, um, and he was even talking about it. It's like they had, they had him detained. They had the whole situation under control. Like, they had all the power, and he was completely outnumbered four to one. And they still – they had him in the car, and they pulled him out just to beat him, just to beat him more for just whatever reason, just because they wanted to, just because they feel that power. And the thing is with that, too, it's like you see um, – well, I want to know what your thoughts on the rioting, like rioting versus protesting is. Well, this is a very – this topic is very close to me because I've also been asking – many of my friends on what they think about it and uh-huh. and usually there's two sides to it it's the people that say burn the bitch to the ground and then there's the people that say why are you destroying local businesses and why are mm-hmm. you why are you drowning out your own economy in order to prove a message when you're destroying things that maybe those people had nothing to do with what happened uh-huh. my opinion on it is when Rodney King was killed in LA LA was on fire mm-hmm. and after Rodney King was killed, a, a, a slew of changes and laws and et cetera were put into place after that had happened. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that because the city was on fire that it was passed, but I'm saying you have to talk to people in the way they understand. Yeah. And the government time and time again through multiple of similar processes when this exact same similar thing has happened, mm-hmm. there's been – streets there's or there's been riots in the streets there's been protests and nothing has changed at all and nine times out of ten either with zimmerman or with whoever they get off or they're protected in some way so that they know because they they know that people are going to come get them Mm -hmm. and the difference the side that i fall on is i agree that peaceful protests are a good way to go through things but at this point, when I'll just tell you, when I saw on on Twitter that the precinct was burned to the ground, mm-hmm. I was happy. Yeah, I said, "Burn that bitch to the ground." No, I agree. Because, and then I see that there's like 170 cops outside this guy's house. Really, you're gonna put 170 cops outside this guy's house when you could be, you know, maybe saving the businesses that yeah. you're saying you're trying to protect. Yeah. 
instead of maybe this one guy. Because they just want to have that feeling of power. It's and then you see the video, and he has his knee on his neck, and his hands are literally in his pockets like he's posing for a picture. Yeah. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. This guy has 18 previous counts of, like, police misconduct, and he's still an officer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's, that's what doesn't make any sense to me. That, that officer that killed, that, had his, knee on, that uh, had his knee on George Floyd's neck, he had prior misconduct. Many. And it it was just it's it's it's, like I okay I don't fully understand the uh, like how that precinct was like set up or like if they were low on manpower or whatever yeah but the thing is if you have multiple of those things that that means there's clearly something that's going on yes like if you have to lose one guy for the benefit of like everybody else like what's the issue. And he makes those because see, I'm I come from so many different sides on this topic because like mm-hmm. when I watch the video and I see these other cops around him. But that's a good thing though, because like the thing is, some people are just looking at this completely blindsided. Yeah, it's just like this is a black and white. Thing. I see, I see the cops around him, and part of me is like, those cops are semi semi responsible for this Absolutely. man's death because they did not do anything and Absolutely. they did not. But on the other hand, I, I think about it like if you're a subordinate to a man who is basically your boss and telling you everything to do mm-hmm. and he says you watch this area i'm going to take control of this guy and you're in that situation that's a very it's like if you work at a restaurant and your boss gives you a task that's not necessarily under your job description and you mm-hmm. kind of don't know what to do but you're mm-hmm. kind of like you're doing it to the best of your ability uh-huh. i kind of i do think that those cops should be charged with something for not sticking up for something but i also know that as a human being in a situation where you have a lot of pressure on you mm-hmm. and where there's a like a lot of things going on like that cop was freaking out because somebody tried to touch him and all like you just get like amped up oh yeah when when you're in a situation like that yeah no i understand that yeah but it's just seeing target people busting into target and seeing the streets and now you see now it's in la and now it's in like miami and uh-huh. now it's like it's it's really it's if something doesn't change, then it's going to be. And then Trump saying when the looting starts, the shooting starts. I said, are you kidding me? He's in Did a bunker. Did you seriously see he is? He's in a bunker. I was trending on Twitter right before you uh, stopped by. I was looking at it. He's in a bunker. He's Just been in a bunker for the last few days. Because he thinks that something's going to happen. Because there have been protests outside of the White House, from what I've seen. Uh, the D.C. protest, I think, was supposed to be today. Um I think that was supposed to start a little bit after this. I haven't really looked into that. Because um, I think some people were, like, questioning people in D.C. Because it's like, well, I've, I haven't seen anything. And, like, yeah. I remember seeing one tweet where I was like, I've stayed up all night and nothing's been happening in D.C. so far. So I'm not quite sure how that's been going right now. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, he's been he's been in a bunker for the last few days. Instead Jeez. of, you know, ad- addressing the country. As Fear. the leader of the free world should. It's just, uh, it's just America's... It's... I don't want to say I hate this country because I really don't. I don't either. Like, I, I love the freedom. The people are amazing when they can be, you know, the wholesomeness of just uh, we're, being we're free. We're angry and because just we live here and this is our country and we want our, our country to be better. Yeah, exactly. So, so the thing is, it's like me growing up, uh, and I'm sure you can attest to this too, mm-hmm. like we were watching like Schoolhouse Rock, all those little musicals everything mm-hmm. did, you know, in elementary school. Um, the way... I saw it the way they portrayed it um, is is that America is a melting pot. Yes. So to me, like I grew up with that stigma in my mind. It's like this place is where this is the hub of the yes. world. And that that's how I was for a long time until like obviously you get older, you start to understand things more and more. And the thing is for me, it's like 
I'm, I'm, I like tried to think back as like when, when did I stop believing that this was a melting pot? Like that was that's my America. That's like that's like what America is to me, like the hub of the world where everybody can come together. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, nowadays, you know, the economy is completely fucked. It's it, it's it just disgusting. There's millionaires out there who um, that's a whole different rant. But there's millionaires millionaires out there hoarding money. This is the uh, from what I understand, the richest economy in the world, richest economy. I say that with quotation marks. But millionaires, paper, maybe. millionaires own own the money. It's, it's it's not for the people. It's not the government's money. No, not at all. So it's not America that has the money. It's just uh, it's just a uh, select few millionaires, billionaires, Jeff Bezos, uh, who j- are just hoarding all that money for for everything. And the thing is, I mentioned millionaires, but uh, Elon Musk, the the rocket launch. Yeah, that felt like uh, when I saw that yesterday. I believe it was two days ago. Um, as of the time of this recording, they launched that rocket, and it felt like a g- solid, like maybe few hours of just, like, th- this is just what's going on right now. Like it was a pause, a pause, and yeah. everything going on. It was like this is what the human race could be focusing on. This e- is what exactly. We- it was. It was amazing. It was. I, I don't understand the full scope of it because I wasn't following it. But like from my from what I understand, it was like it, it's this huge thing for people. Yeah, it's it, it's, it's, it's amazing. Crazy. But the thing is, is like, I'm glad that it put everything on pause for what seemed to be a moment. Uh, but the thing is, it just went right back to it, and if not, if anything, it's m- getting worse. I'm just, I, I don't know how history is gonna look back at this time because you see, oh, we're living through a paragraph. It, if it's, not a few pages. It's, it's crazy how the coronavirus happens, and then they're while they're talking about the second wave, everyone forgets about the second wave because all this stuff happens. Yeah. And then everyone's getting more. And while they're opening up everything, there's more and more riots and yeah. there's more. It's like, and the economy is plummeting. Plus, they're supposed to be shooting out another stimulus check. Plus, we have 40 million on, uh, Americans on unemployment. Yep. I think we're headed for a something. Huge crash. Something Possibly. bad. But that's if we don't. I just think that the value of being an American or a human has been forgotten. I think that the value that you have as a person is helping people, showing respect for people, understanding people, loving people, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But during the – because I just see – when when I – just going back to the George Floyd video, when I saw that and then I see the riots in the streets, it's just – I don't see people destroying local businesses. I see just – Anger, just justified anger. If anything, like it's just, and the thing is, being around, being in some of these black communities and being around so many different cultures throughout my life, I see that. Because from the outset, from someone who lived in, you could say, a white part of town when I was younger, (laughs) and then coming to the south and seeing how diverse it was compared to where I came from. Mm And because the only diversity I really saw was my own family. I didn't really see it outside of that. But when I came down here and then you see how diverse it is and how people communicate with each other. And then you turn on the TV and you see how it's just a complete disconnect from what's happening on the street to what's happening. It's just. It's ridiculous. If one cop does something bad like that, people say they're not all bad. But if you have a bad cop and you don't speak up then you're a bad cop. 
and then the cycle continues. Yeah. That's like seeing someone bully someone in high school and not saying anything and just letting them continue to bully someone. Yeah, that's not helping anything. Yeah, it's not helping anything. And the thing is, like, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, too, because it's like, because um, I've grown up down here pretty much my whole life. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, my whole life. Um, and the thing is, uh, I feel like th- this is a fairly diverse uh, part of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm not going to specify, but uh, it, it's fairly diverse, you know. So it kind of like when I mentioned like America's kind of like a melting pot to me, or at least it was. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of reinforced with the way I was brought up because I went to um, I went to a boys and girls club, and it was predominantly black. So like to me, I've pretty much grown up in a black culture mm-hmm. a- in most ways. And obviously in school there was like uh, a good. Um, from what I remember, a good sense of diversity here mm-hmm. and there. So for me, racism has never really like been an issue, and I'm not gonna be, uh, I'm not gonna paint myself as a non-hypocrite. You know, like being an edgy teenager, we make racist jokes every once in a while, but like it was never in bad nature, uh, c- because you know I've grown up in that diversity. I've grown up with black people my whole life, so it's like I the intention underst- wasn't wrong. No, 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 no. Yeah, you know, like uh, and that's I, what matters. It's always the intention. Yeah. But th- like I said, I don't. I don't want to come off as like not a hypocrite. You know, yeah. obviously I don't. Uh, I don't do that anymore because that that's just my own personal thing. Yeah. Um, I can find them funny if they're funny, but like uh, that's just my own thing. Uh, but the thing is, I've grown up uh, with with these people. Like I, I, I can never really say that I fully understand what it's like because like being a minority myself, like I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's just kind of the way I've been raised and the way we've. Uh, I've just kind of seen people. No one really hates you for who you, for like what you look like. It's more of like I'm just thinking of like, you know, having to work that fast food place. It was like it was just people being dumb or angry just about the nonsensical things. Yeah. And for the most part, I'm okay with that, you know, because it, it was never really about like race. Um, but that's not to say that things haven't like I haven't seen or like experienced it myself. But the thing is, uh, the reason I feel like I have like at least like the tiniest say in all this is because you know I've grown up with these people. Like I, in some way, shape, or form, respect these people. I understand them in a way, uh, because you know my best friend is black. Mm-hmm. You know, and he actually brought up a good point when I talked to him about this uh, a little earlier today. Um, he said that um, he saw something where he said that mixed people don't really count in the whole say on this. Which, to me, when he told me that, it didn't make any sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Because I used to make this joke where it was like, you go up to a cop and ask him what race you are, he'll tell you. And you bring him a mixed person, he'll tell you they're black. F- like, full-on, s- like, s- black. You know, that's how, that's how they'll describe you. So, to me, when he told me that someone said that, you know, makes people don't count in the stands, like, that didn't make any sense to me. You know? Yeah. Like, white size, pe- if you're mixed, you're black. Exactly. So it's like that 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 point didn't make any sense to me either. So, but the thing is, like, black people obviously have their frustrations, their angers, and um, you know, I have nothing but respect for the white community that's like actually actively trying to help people. Yes, you know, and they have a say in this too, because uh, they're they're using the white privilege, their white privilege, for the right reasons. So, uh, <laughs> some of them, from what I've seen, for the most part, you know, and uh, it's kind of sad to see s- also because. Um, from what I understand, some black community leaders and everything, they were like trying to organize these protests, like peaceful protests, protesting. But um, there was reports coming in that like white people were like starting the rioting and everything. But like the thing is, is uh, like I mentioned before, it's like it's not all just black and white. Like this, it's not just like one side or the other. 
you know, the, it's even, more than George Floyd. It's more than a cop killing him. It's more. Yeah. It's it's. We're fed up. We're done. Yeah. It's time. It's it's driving. It's me driving through the city and seeing how every low income neighborhood's a black neighborhood. Yeah. It's me. It's just when you when you're younger and people talk to you about systematic racism, you think that they're just it's a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because you say, of course, everyone's born a baby. No one's born angry. No one's born. We're all equal. Like you think about that as a kid. Like as a kid, you don't think about things like that. No. And then, because racism is taught. Yes, it's taught. It is systematic, and I just and it took me a long time to realize that. And you just see that based on. You literally can just know it's true by seeing geographic layouts of towns Mm -hmm. and and neighborhoods and the structure of certain neighborhoods and and the quality you drive through i drive through many different neighborhoods where we are Mm -hmm. and i drive through some of these neighborhoods and they got a gate and then they have a gate to the second half of the neighborhood and they have perfectly paved roads nothing wrong and then i drive through i literally get onto the road outside the neighborhood and it's all fucked up i'm like this is where the the money is going, and I understand if if you if you have more money and you're willing to pay for something, you can get it. But it's also like taxpayers pay for the roads. We pay for we pay for better if for them to fix things for construction and stuff like that. And yeah. I drive through these these rundown neighborhoods, and the roads are just shot to shit. So these people don't deserve good roads because their houses aren't as expensive as yours, or because. It's just they, they it's like they pick and choose. And yeah. that's why they, they started making projects because they're like, Oh, we don't want to deal with it. Here yeah, we go. It doesn't make any sense to me either. Like it's it, it, it you, like you bring up a good point there because sh- you really do look at it and it's it's, ha- it's hard to ignore. Like it really is that low income neighborhoods really are just predominantly black. Mm-hmm. You know? And the thing is, um I know this u- issue used to be like, you know, in high school and everything, like every time you considered somebody ghetto like the immediate thought is black. Yeah, but the th- it obviously that's you know that's not it's just ghetto is ghetto, for if you want to use it as a slur or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just it, it was what it was, um, and the, and the thing is, I mean honestly, these people some people really do live in ghettos like that. It, it's ridiculous mm-hmm. because you're absolutely right. They just they pick and choose. And the weird thing is that in this area and in where I used to live, I felt more safe in areas that white people would traditionally think we're unsafe to them mm-hmm. because i know that if i'm in this neighborhood a cop's not going to fucking come back here oh no and i know that because that's what's wrong the perception of cops now is you see a cop car the first thing i think of why do cop cars look so intimidating oh yeah you look in england and you see their cop cars it looks like they're driving like a tonka truck around yeah they're colorful and shit here, why d- aren't cops supposed to? You call nine one one. They say, "What's your emergency? What's your emergency?" Yeah. They're trying to help you. Yeah. So with cop cars, why do they have to look so intimidating when you're the ones who's supposed to be out helping people? Yeah. Like they they literally get they get undercover cars. They get spruced up SUVs for no reason. They get all this stuff. We we it, live in a place like where you war. don't need yeah you yeah. we live in a place where you don't need a car that can go 120 miles per hour to catch someone. No. So. It's just all well, this we have one highway, and I'm seeing all these different new cop cars coming through, and all this new stuff. And I'm like, I saw a security guard in a neighborhood the other day that was wearing a bulletproof vest. I said, Oh, so security guards are getting bulletproof vests now? Seriously, you live in a gated white neighborhood, and you're wearing a bulletproof vest for what? For what? I was. It just it gets me mad when I see stuff because it's like, 
they're so they think they're in touch, but they're so out of touch. They're so far from the issue. Yeah, absolutely. They don't even know why. They're like, why are these people mad? Why are they destroying everything? Why are they? Why is everything going up in flames? You don't understand. You just they don't. Live in that little bubble. Of the, you of don't theirs. understand. And the thing is, is, it's not a thing of like, they're not trying to fix the solution. They're just trying to like patch things up and to just go along with their plan, regardless. Like they're just trying to cover that hole. And just be this like, just, we'll just sheds a bigger light on the government. Where yeah, exactly. you saw the same thing with all these school shootings. What did they do? Nothing. Yeah. You see, with all these these black killings, what did they do? Nothing. And so eventually people are going to say you know what enough's enough yeah we're taking this in our own hands absolutely this is i told the thing is that's what that's what it says in the constitution too Mm -hmm. that's a constitutional right that we can overthrow the government if we choose so if we believe that it's been corrupted tyrannical and you look at it now and it sounds right it sounds like we're radical but it's but that's the truth when you think about the actual test all these people say oh we got to follow the constitution the constitution is right okay so if we go by the constitution and you say we have the right to form a militia or overthrow our, our tyrannical government or something like that, or if we don't feel that the government is suiting our needs or going against our own rights, that we can retaliate. So you're against that, but it's all, oh, gung-ho, America, America. Yeah, exactly. But don't go against the country because we're all nationalists. We love America. Don't go against America. It's just like— It doesn't make any sense. Oh, so you can't be critical of the country you live in. You just got to support everything they do? You just gotta be a nationalist. That's when I feel like America has really come to, like, these last few days. And I want to reiterate, it's like, I don't hate this country. I really don't. I've loved living here for the longest time. I've met wonderful people here. Yeah. But the thing is, like, like you're absolutely right. Everyone's just kind of, like, looking at it through their own lenses, and they just refuse to, like... I don't even want people to just, like, empathize with everything. I just want people to understand, like, different viewpoints on this. The bigger picture. Yeah, yeah, like, you're absolutely right. They, we should be critical about these things. That's why everyone's been having such an issue with corporations within in, in the last few years. Because they're just hoarding money. But I the, hate What was it? The stimulus check with the fucking airlines. The stimulus bill. Like, the, they bailed out the fucking airlines. You know where most of that went, money went? Right into the fucking pockets of the people who owned those things. And what did we get? 1200 fucking dollars. Look, I'm not saying I'm complaining about the fucking money. Like, I appreciate it, sure. But the thing is, that should have been a bigger cut for the American people. Yep. Honestly. It, it, wh- why the fuck are we bailing out airplane companies? These are billion-dollar corporations that weren't They rely on our country's government in order to sustain themselves. Exactly. And that's why they're so drawn to this fucking place, too. And they can... If, if they know that they rely on the United States government to, to thrive and survive, and they know that they can just get bailed out whenever, what yeah. is the cost? Yeah. There is no cost. No. You can just no bail out. There's no risk. Not at and all. And then you can just, yeah, maybe your, your stock will go down or whatever. But guess what? In 10 years, you're bumping back up, and you're more than before. <sighs> it just it's just, it's just capitalism gone mad. It's Exactly. It's and people have a fucking right. The government right. gone mad. It's yeah. People it's have a fucking right to be angry about all this of shit. these. It's because this is what happens when you don't fix one issue and then you push it to the back burner and then there's another one and then before you know it you have a thousand fucking issues just yeah, sitting there. Completely backlog. Because all of this anger, it's coming from low wages. It's coming from mm-hmm. it's coming from race. It's coming from people not trusting the government. People not trusting the president. The response to the coronavirus. Yep. The people not having money. Everyone on unemployment. All this stuff. It's like everything that that was kind of like getting people a little mad is just like. Oh, yeah. you, they just added one more one more straw onto the haystack, and then it's it just collapsed. No, I fully agree. It's uh, and now we got to look forward to Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. Wow, so excited for the future you know of my how country. Fucked up that completely is. What is it? It's uh, okay. So it's June. We'll say about six, about five months. No, we, uh, you, we knew almost seven months before the election is even approaching. 
that we know exactly the two candidates and who the fuck we're voting for. The way I think about that, that should be that should be like a neck and re- neck race up until like maybe October. Yeah. Maybe like the end of August. For me, it's ridiculous to think, oh, these are our two candidates for the next seven months. And only two. Exactly. And it has to be Republican or Democrat, or otherwise you don't get a fucking say. And that that doesn't division. There if the that doesn't like show some people like the absolute corruption of the two-party system in this fucking country. And, you know, there will be some people that argue, oh, it's not a two-party system because independence, Tea Party, whatever the fuck. When's the last time an independent or a Tea Party or Green Party person was a president? Exactly. Or any type of, held any type of office. I think there's maybe two independents in Senate. Maybe two. And it's just money, though. Look at Trump. All that was his money. He got to say whatever the fuck he wanted to say. And look where we are now. Because my friend brought up a good point, too. He was like... uh, because I'll be honest, I was stupid enough to believe that this country could still be better, even with Trump in office. Like I didn't want to hate him initially because I was just like, I was the same way. You know, I, I may, hope, maybe I we'll see. You know, maybe we do need a hard ass in in the office to like, yeah. you know, to get the other countries to like, you know, fall in line. But uh, this isn't just a thing to like be bashing on Trump either. Like that man literally has no leadership like qualities whatsoever. Like who genuinely follows him and is like, oh yeah, this man is smart. He knows what he's doing. He doesn't. He's in a fucking bunker right now. The country's about to go up in flames, and he's a f- he's in a fucking bunker. Hiding. Exactly. Instead of addressing things like he should be. And then people are, like, I understand people are, like, showing off photos of, like, Joe Biden and, like, the protests talking to people. It's like, okay, he's that's fine. But I mean, exactly. He doesn't care. Exactly. He doesn't care. This is all for votes. See if Joe Biden shit, literally November. said, you ain't black if you don't vote for Biden. There you go. He said, I love kids jumping on my lap. I love kids playing with my leg hair. You really want a guy like that as your president? And I guarantee you he's still going to get votes. Guaranteed. He says that. The, he. This is the thing. Joe Biden is just – the thing about the Democrats is they just – and especially Joe Biden – is Joe Biden is, expects the black community to vote Democrat. He just oh, yeah. expects it. Oh, he yeah. just he just like, oh, you're black? Oh, you vote Democrat. Oh, I yeah. think he's going to get a fucking And that's the fucking surprise. problem with the two-party system. People can argue all the fuck they want that it's not a two-party system. It's a two-party system. That's what it is. Yeah. You're either Democrat or Republican. The thing, the thing that gets me, and um, if from my understanding, George Washington back in the f- 1700s said that America should never be a two-party system for this exact fucking reason. George Washington in the, ni- in the 17-fucking-hundreds. It is two, three, almost uh, just over 200 years later. And uh, the, th- the shit he was saying is exactly why. Now, don't get me wrong. He fucking owned slaves, whatever. But, you know, he had that idea. Look at the founding fathers. They had a, they had an idea to be free, you know. Like, you've got to respect them for, like, what they did back then. But obviously, you know, they have their own issues. We but just ref- – I just think it's the it's the plight of being a human being that ails the government, too. It's, like, procrastination. It's we'll oh yeah. push this off till tomorrow. We'll push this off till tomorrow. Just a perfect example of we'll push this off till tomorrow is look at the Constitution. When's the last time the Constitution was amended? Wasn't it supposed to be like every two hundred years? Not two hundred years, but every once in a while they like wanted the yeah. constitution to be like ratified sh- in a way. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you have to, you have to amend it. You have to change. It. Like it's like when you see the Second Amendment, right to bear arms, and you see. Now this is going to get a lot of heat, but people, t- people say, "Oh yeah, that means I can have anything." But you got to understand, and <laughs> and I think um, Jim Jeffries had a great bit on this. He said. Yeah, well, back then they literally he did a whole he did a whole act where he was he was pretending to put the gunpowder in the musket and yeah. and and pumping <laughs> it, it and then sh- pretending to shoot it and it misfires and then like re- it's like back then 
the right to bear arms, you could shoot someone point blank and maybe it would kill you. Like, so now when, when you see something like that, it's... Now it's high-powered rifles, machine guns, yeah, all it's that like, shit. It's like and before you can even... Accessible. Before you even see that someone has a weapon, you're dead. It's yeah. like... And I'm not saying that the Second Amendment should be repealed or anything. I'm just saying that you think of like things like that, like wording changes yeah. or, or things like that that become more relevant, and they made it to be changed. Oh, yeah. And we haven't changed it. And We've changed little to none since the yeah, 1930s. No. It's just things that really push people to the extreme. You look at all the um, amendments, you know, giving women the right to vote, yep. giving, pe- uh, giving uh, black people. Black I'm not going to call them rights. African-Americans because I've asked so many black people if they prefer African-Americans, and they always tell me they're not African. They're black people. Yep, my grandpa's the same way. And, and I understand some people are like super uncomfortable with just saying black people, but that's what they are. It's what black they black people are black people, know. white people are white people. Exactly. I don't. I understand why you offended are so by white. With that. No, then you shouldn't be offended by black. And it's actually wonderful that uh, I actually saw on Twitter. It's like if you're like if this is like uncomfortable to you, then this is something we should be talking about. You know, because yeah. this this is something that needs to be. Fi- that's what I'm saying. That that's my point. The 1960s, when the civil rights was still like was was huge. Was at its, you know, peak. This should have been over then. It should have maybe lasted until the 1980s, and that's it. It should have been dying off. The thing is, I remember a long time ago I saw a thing where it was like, uh, you know, like some people would be like, oh, stop, uh, stop writing on the back of your ancestors about slavery. It's like, or like, uh, I hate that. Or like oppression and shit. It's like ancestors. People are still alive from the 1960s. There's still they there's people who lived through that shit. Yeah. Donald Trump lived through that shit. Yeah. It's it it just doesn't make any sense to me. It's like those they lived it. This is this is the, this is what we learned from, you know? And like to come back to a point you made earlier, it's like we need to learn from history. Like we we really do need to look at that shit, you know. We need to go back and look at it every once in a while. You just see Martin Luther King Jr. and his he was peace and and prosperity oh, yeah. and love and that was his that was his preaching and then you see Malcolm X and he was they're killing us we're killing them. Yeah. And you see both those sides of that argument and guess what every single kid when we go through high school or middle school and we learn about the civil rights period guess who we learn about Martin Luther King and Malcolm, Malcolm X. X. So there's two sides to it and yeah. and now you see that how many times has, has something been brought to legislation or, or legislature and it just hasn't gone through? Exactly. And then you see where the riots right now in the streets, that's like the Malcolm X side. That's the, mm-hmm. oh, you fucking with us and you're not going to do it. Oh, you say you can't hear us? Let's hit you where your money hurts. Mm-hmm. Let's hit your businesses so that you can't make tax money and let's see what happens. Yeah. Like, let's just see what happens. If, if the entire economy of Minneapolis is shut down, that will cripple the government. Oh, yeah. Of, Absolutely. Of, of Minnesota. It just... it. it just this whole thing doesn't make sense to me. And the thing um, to go on the government thing, uh, I don't know if you saw that video of Killer Mike coming out to address. Uh, address I, I heard about it. what he said. He said um, he was basically saying, well, he started off by saying that he has family in the Atlanta PD, basically, and he has absolute respect for law enforcement. And that's I think we both agree that we mm-hmm. we're not saying we disrespect law enforcement yes. whatsoever. But he, he basically goes on to the point where he's like, it's like. This this needs to open the eyes of everybody because this should be a voting issue. Like, this needs – like, you know, the whole protest and everything. But he was saying it's like this th- – we need to hit them where it hurts in the voting booths because this shit is uh, – it's corrupted. The whole thing is corrupted. And he was saying it's like he's he's lived through things where, like, people are just con- – black people are just constantly being oppressed and killed by – just whoever, unnecessarily, and people not doing shit, and he's tired of it. He actually started getting emotional on the thing, you know? And, like, there's always I'm that stereotype, of like, oh, black men are tough. It's like, dude, you, like, this is this is an advocate 
for all this all this stuff. He has family in the Atlanta PD. He understands that disrespecting law enforcement is not something in his nature. But the thing is, some people like you know, and he and he even said it too at one point in the video. Um, he said, you know, if like if stuff gets burnt down, you know, so be it. If that's how they're gonna listen, that's how they're gonna listen. Although he doesn't want people to like obviously burn that's down I'm their own houses, I'm you know, it's way. like what are you what are you gonna be left? So with, you know? be it. Yeah. If you won't, if they won't fight you on your ground, take fight them on their ground. Yeah, exactly. Bring the fight to them. But the thing is, like the whole thing with the riots and everything, is like the protests. Like I understand that, and you're absolutely right. Sometimes you just have to be a little more aggressive for them to like listen. But the thing is, both sides are doing it completely incorrectly. And the thing is, the media. Th- this is this is what pisses me off about the fucking media. CNN, CNN was called out on this shit too. MSNBC, all those fucking news stations, mm-hmm. they were called out on this because obviously they're showing all that shit, that scare tactics, the, f- the f- like fear mongering, basically the whole fucking thing. They're showing protests, riots, police officers, um, basically like harassing people and everything. There's videos of uh, police officers in New York and um, uh, what was it, uh, LA? I think it might have been probably not, but New York running mm-hmm. over people, you know. Um, and it's just like, uh, I think Killer Mike also brought it up. He was like, it's like CNN, like, it was kind of funny the way he said it. He was like, CNN and Cartoon Network, I like y'all. But, like, he was like, CNN, like, all this fear-mongering, it's like, all I'm going to say is karma's a mother, you know? And he makes a great point, because it, it is all fear-mongering. Because I've seen... They're talking I, more about what's happening and not what caused this to happen. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, just, you know, getting people more riled up about the damn thing. The thing is, like, I, I have things on both sides here, basically, you know. Like, some cops uh, cops in Atlanta uh, basically just trying to keep everybody calm and just trying to do the whole thing. Like, there, there's there's a video of a man, like, actually talking to these people. He's like, listen, we're here for you, but, you know, we can't allow you to, like, destroy things. Because that's our job we're here to protect, you know. Yeah. And I, I absolutely respect them for that. But then there's some officers out there. I don't know if you saw this video of a guy. Literally, he's, like, hopping up and down with an assault rifle in his hands, smiling at people, calling people fucking bitches. And, like, just waiting for something to happen so he can use that weapon. So he can feel that fucking power. But the thing is, the riders on the other side also, they're destroying things just completely unnecessarily. In most cases. In most cases, it's literally just looting. Mm-hmm. For unnecessary reasons. I understand that there's a purpose to it. But the thing is, some riders are literally just destroying things to destroy things. They're not trying to convey a message. They're just using this they're, as an They just see an opportunity to steal. Exactly. But the thing is, it's like both sides are just doing everything incorrectly. And it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me how, uh, honestly, uh, in some in some sense, I... A I lack ch- of a leader. Yeah, exactly. When Obama was a president, and I didn't agree with everything Obama did, for sure. But Obama, when he would come on the TV or when you would see him in an interview and talk, he just had a commanding presence. Mm-hmm. He had a, everything's okay, we'll get through this presence. What does Trump do? He fucking runs away. Oh yeah. What is barely that? addressed any of this? When when see there are certain things where that changed how I view politicians and our government forever. Mm-hmm. The first one was when right after Trump was elected and the Charlottesville thing happened mm-hmm. with all those those Nazis <laughs> and he said that there was um injustice on both sides. I said you seriously just said that. When a bunch of neo-Nazis ran their car into a group of people, there's injustice on both sides. Okay. And then you see something like this happen, and then you see – it's just like time after time, you just see that it's just ineptitude. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like our country's a chicken with its head cut off, but, like, we're the legs. We have to guide it. Yeah. 
and we're trying. I see people out there. They're trying. They're the the thing is with that too. Uh, what was it? Uh, Mississippi mayor, the Mississippi mayor of some county. He was like, mm-hmm. "Well, if George Floyd said he can't breathe, obviously he's breathing. If he if he could say it, I was like, breathing exhales air out of your lungs." He was like, uh, "I have the quote." He says, "When you breathe, you're not in air's not coming in your body when you when you're talking." Oh fuck! It's not. It's, that's how you talk. Yeah, but he says, but he says, "Oh, if he says I can't breathe, he's breathing." It's like, and he was calling out for his mom before he died. Exactly. Those are essentially his last words. And it's like, how could? Uh, it's just it's it's despicable. I I I don't I don't understand. Uh, maybe maybe it's my liberal mindset. You know, if you want to call it that. Maybe it's the fact that I'm like younger than these people. I've grown up in these environments. It's like, dude, I just I don't understand why racism. Like, I, and sometimes I get kind of like upset and like weirded out that people are like oh i don't see color it's like well that's not right obviously you do people have different things that go on in life you know and the thing is like i can understand if racism is still a thing here and there but the thing is this is like literally this is it should be systematic if, I'm if not even s- if it was to be around maybe uh-huh. it's like a dude you see on the street you're like okay that guy's crazy yeah. and then you keep walking not like the cops are crazy the government's like that's when yeah. it's because i think about england where's the racism in england yeah probably around yeah. but i mean they're doing all right yeah australia they're doing all right where else is this happening the last time i can think of something like this happening somewhere was maybe south africa mm-hmm. apartheid it happened in america i don't hear about it happening in canada mexico is a completely different story so how how come everyone else has kind of figured it out but we haven't the thing is uh, i had slavery was everywhere not just in america yeah. so that's not an excuse but they figured it out yeah the thing is, I think America. Honestly, I at one point I think America is too big. It, it's way too fucking big to be, you know. And I understand government uh, states have their own governments and shit, but I, I, it's too big. It, it really I we just, we can't systematically do all this shit because everything doesn't work out the same. I way. I just don't know what the solution is. Is it is it give the states <laughs> yeah. more control? But then you'll maybe there's a neo-Nazi state. We can't have that. No. So what do you do? Do yeah. you have? I mean, the controls and balances like that. Everybody learns, you know, growing do up. Do you have school, like a like region? It like you have a, do you have like a northwest president and a and a southeast president? You, you like, know what doesn't fucking make sense to me now that I'm thinking about it? The fact that the controls and balances were put in place in the government. But the thing is, when the president goes in, he gets to choose his own fucking staff. Essentially, basically, he picks his own cabinet. Obviously, he gets to fire everyone. But the thing is, like the the congressmen, the people in the Senate houses and everything, they have this huge shift. So if a Republican uh, um, president is in office, a majority of Republicans are being House, Senate, and all that nonsense, you know. Mm-hmm. And same thing with the Democrats. I just I don't understand that. The thing with that is like, and I've thought about this before. Like mm-hmm. if I ever, you know, I, I don't want to be president, but the thing is, if I was in office, or like the way I see a sane person in office is that they have people from all different walks of life, all people who are uh, experts in their field. You don't need yes men. No. Yes, man is not how you... I want people to tell me no. Exactly. It's like, oh, no, that's a stupid idea. It's like, let's work okay, on something. Okay, but why? And then have them explain exactly. it. Exactly. Like, you know, like fucking adults. Yes. The thing is, um, with Canada, I saw a little while, I think about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. their whole staff, like the um, the head of the engineering department is an engineer. Mm-hmm. The health uh, minister is somebody who's worked in the field for the longest time. Space engineering, all that nonsense. They're all, you know, ethnic community. They're different people yeah you know they don't align with justin trudeau like fully they're like people who are experts in their field and it's like 
why is that such a hard concept here? Well, I think it's it's a hard concept to for us to grasp is because we Americans don't think like that. They think, oh, Justin Trudeau, um, he's liberal and he has a bunch of he basically has a bunch of people around him to make him seem smarter because he's not smart. That's how that's how Dude, our government but, would think about it. But the thing is, like, I know I'm not smart. Yeah. So that's exactly why I would have experts in places where I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Environmental control. Too. I don't know anything about the fucking environment, like plastics and shit. I don't know. It's like, tell me what needs to be done, what needs to be researched. The thing is with the offices and everything, what is it? I think it's the house that gets two years in office. They don't focus on issues. They focus on re-elections. So basically you get elected, then you start just doing the most minimal things to get re-elected. Exactly. That shit doesn't make sense to me. And that's the thing. You know, call it my liberal mindset. I just, I don't understand why people can't act like fucking adults. It, it just, it, I don't know. Because it, it, you it get frustrates to, me because I don't get it. You get to a point where your career outweighs your your personal, Whoa. I guess, yeah. Because at some point, I mean, I'm pretty sure with everybody, it is there's been a point where you have been offered a certain amount of money to do something you didn't want to do and you did it anyways. Right. And Lobbying, dude, lob- <laughs> you can't tell me lobbying is legal. Lobbying is wrong. You can't tell me that's legal, like fully. How is it right? How is it right for a congressman to get a five hundred thousand dollar check from a pharmaceutical agency? Mm-hmm. How is that legal? To kill people, basically. And he and he says, he "Oh no, I'm not a biased or none of this stuff." And then he votes for exactly what that company wants to happen. Oh yeah, illegal, corrupt. You look at uh, I know we looked. At, I, I looked at this before, but insulin and shit. I think it costs like twelve dollars to make, but they sell it for like three hundred something, or like one hundred maybe. I don't. Jeez. I don't understand any of that nonsense. It's it, it's just that these corporations are just attracted to all this nonsense because they know they can get away with it here. Because they know the government has their back. They're protected it, by the government. Exactly. If they go under, the government has their back. If they lose employees, the government has their back. If they go bankrupt, the government has their back. Oh yeah. There's so many outlets. But the thing is, there's more outlets for a corporation to come back from defeat than a human. If, oh, absolutely. If we lose money, what do we do? We're homeless. Okay, so when you logically think about it, if you lost a bunch of shit and you became homeless, how do you become not homeless anymore? I don't know. Shouldn't the government have a solution for that? You can say unemployment, but honestly, how much does that help? But you, but how that's can you get unemployment if you don't have an address? If exactly. you don't, if you don't have exactly. So that's why most homeless people they stay homeless. Literally, in order to not be homeless, you would need someone to literally like. Give you money. Get, like, put their hand out for you and be like, here's a shower, here's this, so you can get a job. Yeah. The thing is, like, I, I, and I've thought about this before also, it's like, if I were to still, like, when I, I started working at 15, mm-hmm. so uh, obviously they pay 15-year-olds minimum wage because they don't know anything. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, if I think about it now, if I were to work for minimum wage, like, I, I live with my parents now. I live with my mom, you know, because I can't find a, fucking find a house anywhere mm-hmm. or, like, a cheap enough place. Like, I don't. You know, it's like, and I, and I work 40 hour weeks, you know, what the average person, and I make decent money. But the thing is, I think about it, if I were to be working minimum wage, like a lot of these people are, or like barely over, it's, it's, it's difficult. A lot of people don't have like these, I'm going to call it a blessing. Cause like, honestly, like my mom's like, you know, she'll let me stay here for as long as I need to. But the thing is, I'm like actively trying to like get out of this, you know? Like, I'm trying to go on and do my own thing. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the economy is so fucked. You're absolutely right. The government's not looking after people. It's looking after its own fucking money. And I don't know. It, it, it frustrates me because it, it just 
It the government sense. thinks that if they go down, we go down. But what they don't realize is if we go down, they go down. Exactly. We fuel them. But they don't get that because they're focusing on the corporations and the money. If everyone in America stopped working, things would change. But the thing is, it's like it's like everyone. It's like it's like people who try to get a bunch of people to do this. Hey, we're gonna do um, a blackout day to support Black Lives Matter. So on uh-huh. this day, we're all. How do you organize something like that? You can't. You can't. It's so difficult in order to organize something like that. You, there's no way. You would need a special person to unite everyone to be like, on this day, we're not. We're not going to work for a week. Yeah. Everyone in America is not going to work. You think that'll make a difference? That would make. Oh yeah. The economy would just explode. You look at corona. You look at coronavirus. That com- almost that basically put the whole world on pause for a mm-hmm. moment, and people were fucking scrambled. I guarantee, okay, so I'll give some people credit. Maybe it was, it, a lot of it, I hope, would be to save people from, like, you know, a pandemic. Yeah. But the thing is, you think about America. They just did it. They they uh, they, tr- they tried to open reopen things almost immediately. Money, money, money. It, it just, it, I don't know. I don't understand it. But the thing is, it's, it's so weird to see all this, like, stuff coming up because – um, I wrote this initial draft on a Saturday, and I've been looking back every every few hours just to like check. Mm-hmm. And from from the moment I wrote this draft and everything, uh, there was a thing where like you know a l- more lighthearted, the Amish came out to support the Black Lives Matter protest. Mm-hmm. Um, Anonymous has come back from the shadows to exploit all this shit. And honestly, I hope they do it. I r- c- I'm because honestly, I'm with the people on this. I'm so fucking sick and tired of all this shit. I uh, I hate I hate seeing it. It's so dumb. I just uh, and when you think about it, the only reason we haven't had school shootings because schools have been closed. That's exactly right. That's the only reason in March we didn't have any school shootings because nobody was in schools. But the thing is, George Floyd, this man, he he was fucking jogging. He was exercising, and they detained him and beat the shit and out of him. And took him out of the car and then put his. Mm-hmm. It's. And then you see his his wife or his girlfriend that talked about it after, and she was like. I don't get how you see this and don't think it's murder. Exactly. She said exactly. It's, it's clear as day. If you the don't think that, then there's something wrong. He with got you. third degree manslaughter, basically saying it was an accident. That is not a fucking accident. You crushed his trachea on purpose. There's no way you didn't know what you were doing. You put you actively and put you your would knee feel it when thing. his exactly. thing broke. Exactly. So it, it was funny because like CNN, uh, there was a tweet I saw where it was like CNN currently reporting that Atlanta police are nervous because they were outnumbered four to one. It's like, how fucking ironic is that? George Floyd was outnumbered four to one. Hmm. This it just, it, 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 the, the thing is, like I said, these the two sides just aren't doing things correctly. But the thing is, the police aren't really helping in some situations. There was a, a video I saw from, um, what was it? I have it. Jefferson Park, I think in Louisville, uh, that supplies were like left around this little statue they have at Jefferson uh, Square Park. Mm-hmm. It had like milk and bottled water and stuff, like supplies for people to like mm-hmm. pick up. Um, there was a cop car that came by uh, with um, cops out of uniform, uh, and they were obviously being uh, helped by the riot police. Mm-hmm. They were destroying the milk cartons and throwing the water bottles in the back of a truck, so they could basically just screw over the people that like. It was a peaceful protest to start too. But they just completely took all that shit, destroyed all this stuff, took the water, and just fucking left. The p- entire police system is corrupt, and exactly. you realize that from you see all the stuff we see on video. What's not on video? Yeah, that's the all thing you gotta is, think like, about. It's just it's it's so difficult to see like the complete duality. 
there's cops out there doing like stupid shit like that. Like the guy bouncing up and down with an assault rifle in his fucking hands, waiting for something to happen. And then the cops in Atlanta, Santa Cruz, uh, who are actually trying to actively help. It's just like it. I've seen rides in Seattle, Miami, yeah. L.A., Portland. It's Nashville and all that shit too. There was a in Nashville. There was a video. He was a, a guy standing on a cop car. Well, granted, I understand the frustration. You shouldn't be doing that, regardless. And a cop came by and he like basically s- like uh, swiped his legs and dropped them. And you just see this crowd of people just jumping on the cop, basically. And I was like, there is no good guy in the, in that video whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. The dude who jumped on the but car, you shouldn't have been. This is what happens. Yeah. This is it's just when when you let things slide for longer and longer and longer, you create more division, and yeah. more division creates strife, and then that creates yeah. death and destruction. And then the good people who are actually trying to do something get completely drowned out. Uh, my, mind you, one one huge thing: the fucking media. Media doesn't help. There I was had a some, I had someone tell me yesterday. They said, "I'm so sick and tired of all these people on social media posting things about George Floyd and memorial stuff." And I was just thinking in my head, like, <coughs> "You're sick of it because you don't want to see it." Yeah. That doesn't mean it's not relevant or that it shouldn't be. You're mad because all these people are posting something that they believe in and they think is wrong. <coughs> That's why you're mad. That's what I'm saying. It's like I like to be ignorant about things because it's like I have I, I feel like I have no right to say you know in a lot of this stuff I'm not well informed on this stuff. Yeah. But the thing is, this is something so big. Like I I can't ignore it. Yeah. Nobody should be ignoring this. Let mind you, let alone the president. I'm just fucking jabbing him there. But the thing is, like, you, you, we can't. That's why I wanted to do this whole episode because it's like I'm, I'm just so sick and tired it's of horrific. this shit. It's just there's. It's we shouldn't. Just, uh, we shouldn't be ignoring any of this nonsense. You know, it's just so. It just. It does. It, uh, I've said it multiple times. It, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. You know, it's like I, I do think is, it like, happened at the right time though, because I think oh that yeah. the reason a lot of this stuff gets swept under the rug is because we're all caught up in the in the cycle of life, and now a lot of people are their cycle's been broken because mm-hmm. of coronavirus. So now you have more time to kind of sit and contemplate and meditate on things. Yeah. And and here we are. Rioting, protesting. W- you know what? I told my friends, I said, if somebody in, in, in my city and something, some type of injustice happened to them, you best believe I'm going to be on the streets without a oh doubt. Yeah. There was a protest in Savannah close by. Charleston was basically on fire two days ago. Damn. Mm-hmm. They, were, uh, they were just fucking rioting there. Jeez. It just, uh, but the thing is, is like you, you think about it. It's like these, but they have every right to be. They have every right to be angry. Yes, they do. This man was literally jogging. But the thing they is, they have every like, right to destroy everything they want, just as the Casa every right to put the people in jail for destroying things. Yeah, that doesn't mean that it's just it's so That's gray. Like there's so many different angles you can come yeah. at it at. It's like yeah, but it's like, like I said, I completely understand. Like George was just jogging. He was, you know, exercising, trying to just, you know, being him. But they detained him. His life ended. Yeah. And and the thing is, it's not just George too, but it's like, you know, this was another tipping point. It was like it it was just every single thing was just like poking and poking right towards the cliff, and George was just like, you know, he was there. He was just, it was just that one tipping point. It sounds bad, but I hope that this was the tipping point because I don't want this to continue. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like this is why I really, really, these protests have been going on for years, decades. Uh, you know, in different forms overall, and, you know, and, and I'm glad social media and like the news and everything is just like so big nowadays. We're in this information age where everything is pretty much being documented because this needs to be documented. It needs to be seen. 
because because you, they like I like I've been saying they have a right to be angry. How are textbooks even going to be relevant in the future when you yeah. know that you can just go watch the videos of what actually happened yeah. instead of just a, a book of what they want you to know? Like I'm thinking yeah. about the future. These kids are going to know exactly what the government did. They're going to know right. exactly every aspect because of the internet. Yeah. And because uh, this was a quote I got from Marcus, he said he didn't want to be anonymous because he wanted to say this. He's like, uh, those who are not upset by the death of George Floyd are just plain ignorant, which I fully agree to. Uh, the officers had control of the situation. They did. It's in the video. Had an innocent, de- innocent man detained in the vehicle, also true, on in the video, and then removed him and pinned him down by the neck. And they they beat him, too. I saw the second video. They beat him. I, I think I have a link to that. I can put that in the show notes if I need to. Um, the officers had control of the situation and still killed an innocent man. The fact that people are avoiding caring about this is because uh, because he was black. And then there was more tweets that he uh, told me about. Um, well, he was telling me that um, that the president was going off about something. Uh, that he was basically calling people thugs for wanting to be treated equal and free. It's like, I fully agree with that. And it's like, these people have been oppressed for so long. Minorities, have, especially black people. That's what what I'm do saying. you they do? It's like... It's like those movies where you see the girl with the abusive stepdad, and he just keeps abusing, and then and then at some point in the movie, she just like fucking kills him or leaves or something yeah. like that. It's like at some point, it's like you just keep taking that abuse and you keep taking that abuse, or or like the kid standing up to the bully. It's just you keep taking. At some point, you're like enough. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with this bullshit, and you just act, and that's a lot of stuff that's happening now. No, but to like go back to an earlier point, it's like. The people, you know, the the kids, the people who are like going through all this stuff, like because I was because uh, this was an angle I hadn't even really thought of because um, I asked one of my other friends and she was like, you know, it's like I asked her how she felt about the whole thing, mm-hmm. and she was like, you know, sadness, anger, and pain is what I feel when I see what happened to George Floyd. Uh, what saddens me the most is that in 2020, racism and hate is completely happened in this world. What gives me the greatest headache is that right now we are all glued to our TVs and phones watching as the hate and violence happens throughout Minnesota, but standing behind us watching, too, is our children, which is a great point that she brought up because, like I said, that didn't even cross my mind. And then she goes on and is like, now is, n- now is the time to have conversations and teach them that we must be better humans. I don't think Mr. Floyd would want his death to have brought on so much hate and violence. I understand the anger, but we must find ways to work together without using violence as an an- answer. Otherwise, we are again we are again bringing bringing the hate that took Mr. Floyd's life for over 400 years. Racism racism has been a part of our culture. When do we stand up and say no more? We must do better and be better. And I fully agree because we do. And the thing, like I said, she brought up a great point because, uh, like I said earlier, racism is taught. You know, like I, I've like I've said, I've grown up with black people. I've grown up with a bunch of minorities. I've seen diversity. Like mm-hmm. I haven't been in this like bubbled world. And, like, I understand it. So, like, to me, it just doesn't make any sense why people just hate other people. Like, for, for me, to hate somebody is, like, you're just a complete dickhead. Yeah. I don't care what color, what background you ca- fucking came you're from. Just asshole. And I'll be honest. I try to empathize with people. I really do. But the thing is, if you're just an asshole, you're just an asshole. I don't care what, fu- yeah, what you look like. Is. Yeah, exactly. That's why, for me, I, I, that's just my, my ignorance. And, like, I, I, can't, I can't understand that. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And I'm the thing is, I feel for all these people. Yeah. I really do, because I like I've said, I like I've been saying, I understand this anger. I just I really don't know do. what what what's the end. What's going to happen? Like, what's the end scenario? 
from this. The thing that's, the thing that's that scares me the about. most is I don't think anything's going to happen. I think this is going to die off. Uh, some politicians are going to say uh, just some, you know, they're nice going to co- propose a bill that never gets nice coded words. Exactly. And then nothing's going to happen. And then give give it two, three, four, five more years. We're right back at it. The same thing happened the lead up to the Civil War. It was, you're not listening to me, you're not listening to me, you're not listening to me. Now you're going to listen to war. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's necessarily what's going to happen. I'm just saying that... We've seen this before. If talking doesn't do anything, and destroying things doesn't do anything, and burning your city doesn't do anything, eventually they're going to see if killing does anything. And The thing is, we can't let it get to that extreme. No. Either. But the thing, like you're right. But like, but I'm saying keep in history, the in history, there's there's a a flow of events, and yeah. that's yeah. You just can't. You you got to solve things before they happen. It, it's this whole it's thing. heavy. It's just, I, I don't understand. It's heavy, and that's the thing. It's like I don't I don't appreciate that some people are still like completely ignoring all this nonsense. Yeah. It's like like I said, George was not the he was the tipping point on all this, because you think about all the people before, and it's like um. And they were just going about. It's just all these black people going about their own, like their own business, because it was like that one guy recently who was it, um, uh, Christian Cooper. He was birding. He was just watching birds, and you know, something that is a white activity. But you know, he got shut down for that. He got <laughs> killed. Stereotypically white. Uh, <laughs> re- you know, the people who were relaxing at home: Brenna Taylor, uh, Ati, Atian Jefferson, Katherine Johnson. Um, they were also killed in their home. Uh, having a mental health crisis, Anthony Hill. Obviously, when a white person has that, it's uh, it's they're just having a mental health crisis. When it's a black person doing it, they're being aggressive. Like what happened with Etika on YouTube? They sent the whole SWAT team to his house, exactly. and then they put him on a stretcher and tied him to it in front black. of everybody. I guarantee you, if he was a white person, they wouldn't have done that shit. They would have tried to talk him down. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. Uh, the guy who was defending his girlfriend from armed intruders, Kevin Davis. Oh yeah, and then he was shot. Yep. Even though they said, like, get on your knees, and he got on his knees, and they said, like, do this, do this, do this, and he kept doing everything, and they still shot him. Yeah, because he was black. If it was a white man, they, w- they wouldn't have done that shit. Defending, uh, who was it? Um, the guy who, uh, I feel like this is, uh, this was kind of imprinted on people, too. The guy who was running unarmed from the cop, Walter Scott, that was a white person. They wouldn't have shot him. They might have chased after him with a taser, but they wouldn't have shot him. He was unarmed. He was running from the cops. I understand. You know, that's not something you want to do. But they just point blank shot him in the back. Mm-hmm. Playing loud music, Jordan Davis, killed. You know, asking help from a stranger, Renisha McBride, killed. Playing with the toy gun, uh, Tamir Rice. White kid was doing that? Guaranteed he wasn't going to do that. That boy was 12 years old. Uh, lawfully carrying a weapon, Philando Castile. White person does that? No repercussions. He was licensed to carry that thing and died. Uh, getting a traffic a- ticket, Sandra Bland. You know, walking home with Skittles, Trayvon Martin. I remember that was a big name. Seventeen mm-hmm. years old, walking home from walking home, and he got he got shot. It just uh, oh, and the Charleston Nine. All people go into church, and some dude just walked in there and just just simply because they were black, just shot them all. Nine people dead, just like that. Eric Gardner, like you mentioned earlier, it just they they were all doing essentially what white people would have done. The, the circumstances were completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, they all died. But if I was a white person in their position, they wouldn't have. And when it comes down to it, someone's not here anymore. Yeah. And it's just, it's just all this stupid shit going on. Because uh, 
like I mentioned to you before, before we started, like I, I just quickly went through Twitter and Reddit and all that nonsense and like all this stuff happening at once. It's like it just shows the, the complete divide between the two sides, too, because the Dallas PD had an app where they were like, oh, you can record illegal activity and it'll just it'll basically it filters all the stuff to them, basically. Then these K-pop fanboys and uh, fangirls sent their fan cams, edited videos, whatever they are, I'm not really sure, and spammed the app. Just because they wanted to, just uh, get just because they wanted to make their um their jobs more difficult, which doesn't make any fucking sense to mm-hmm. me. The president in the fucking bunker, news media showing more rioting and looting than anything else. I've seen multiple pictures of like the Minnesota protests. There uh, there was pictures of people cleaning up right afterwards, mm-hmm. but they're not going to show that because they want the fear mongering to continue. Uh, the LAPD hit and run. Okay, so it was LAPD. Uh, there's a video of that too. A hit and run. Hit and run. A police officer. He ran over the dude because it was like a, an aerial uh, aerial footage. Mm-hmm. He hit a guy, realized what he did, and just immediately started backing up. And just fucking ran. And uh, one thing that I did, like one picture that I saw was like, uh, was this guy who was like holding up a sign. He was like, I'm 66 years old and still protesting racism. And I was like, I have mad respect for that dude. That's that's, that's exactly how I feel. And then it just goes back to um, maybe Biden shouldn't be the candidate. Because remember when, remember that picture of bernie literally getting arrested for fighting for social injustice yeah. maybe bernie dude if bernie was was in the 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 running right now i guarantee you he would probably win you know based be, on what's happening now i'll be honest i honestly thought he was gonna be our next president. that's what i thought just just for i was shocked when i saw black but then i was like oh right this is america we don't give a shit about yeah we, we want old white guys who are out of touch it was like that fucking shit in what was it alabama all those white dudes were voting on abortion being illegal like what say do you have on all this <laughs> are you you're i think most of them were like over 60 60 year old white men uh passing a bill on making abortion legal you can't even get a girl pregnant and you're trying to make a girl Ex- how the fuck does that make any sense that's exactly what i'm talking about why they just have a bunch of yes people men. in power want to stay in power and they will do it at any cost and it doesn't matter what the position is you could be head janitor and you're going to want to be head janitor. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing with the government. They're going to be... That's why all these 65-year-olds are still in office. It's just... When I they should be in, in a casket. <laughs> or just retired. Or just gone. Just, like, why do you have to be... Wouldn't you get tired of fighting social issues for, like, yeah. 90 years? Like, yeah. just constantly being upset? It's like, dude, it's not your world anymore. Yeah, go go on a jet ski or something. Exactly. Like, go have sex, dude. Be fucking like, old. Yeah, go do something it's else. Been a while. Completely. Why are you still running our fucking country? This isn't yours. You'll be dead in twenty years. If you're that. setting up a future you can never experience. Exactly. It doesn't make any fucking. It's just like I guarantee. It's like part of me feels like this is some kind of revenge. Like a, like it's just a fucking prank. Or it's just like I'm gonna fuck this over as much as I can. So when I'm dead, they have to deal with all this shit. And I, I guarantee you, it's just uh, part of me is like that's probably what it is. It's just. And the whole thing too, it was. Uh, what else do I have in here? Somebody, somebody was saying uh, some people, are, some officers are really just becoming police officers to become legal serial killers. Which after seeing that video of the cop like jumping for joy, like with a high powered rifle in his hand, like I believe, mm-hmm. you know. And then like quotes from people that are like, you know, do you know how fucking terrifying it is to be black, being born with a fucking target on your back and having to deal with racism from day one? And that's absolutely true. And what was it? So the officer that got arrested, Derek uh, Chauvin, I think it's pronounced, he was arrested. Uh, there was a reporter for CNN, Omar uh, Jimenez, 
who got arrested before that officer even got arrested. Yeah, I saw With that. video fucking evidence that he killed a man. And he got arrested after seeing it in the reporter. He was black. Or at least and I, th- I think he's Hispanic. TV. But yeah. And the cameraman turned around and they were like ripping one of his correspondence. It was like a female. Yeah. And they were like pull like drag. I'm like, oh, yeah. there's oh, no yeah. one here except CNN. It, uh, and the thing is, you brought uh, you brought up a point earlier too, where um, where if they're not going to listen to peaceful protests, it's like the whole people are getting upset now, and it was like, well, you know, the whole thing with Colin Kaepernick, it's like he tried to do this peacefully. He knelt. And people lost their shit. He literally asked military veterans if it was more respectful to sit or kneel. And they said that it was more respectful to kneel because sitting is seen as, like, disrespect. Yeah. So he literally chose to, n- to kneel instead. Yeah, and people lost their And now shit. he's out the NFL and the entire NFL basically and, yeah. the entire yeah. NFL basically tried to get him out, push well, him out. Here it is. We're fucking Where rioting is he now? now. Not playing. It oh, the thing with nurses getting shot in the tents trying to help people. They were shot by uh, police officers. What? Mm-hmm. <coughs> mind you, mind you, police officers have gas masks, tear gas, all this body nice. armor, go, um, high-powered rifles, um, all this nonsense. These the nurses, nurses are walking around with plastic bags over their face because they can't get supplies. And, and they're they being shot, shot them. They're being shot at. For what reason? Uh, I, I I can look at the article if it decides to I'm just – if, if <coughs> cops just – unloading on nurses that just seems like such a, a ridiculous uh, why so the caption itself says nurse working at medical tent treating people injured by security forces regime military police open fire in the medical tents nurses and beat arrested patients why fuck if I know and that's the thing they, they don't have supplies the nurses and stuff they, they're literally just trying to save people they're trying to help and they're getting shot at by the, the people mm-hmm. hired to protect them. Uh, this is actually funny. This one comment on the article is like, isn't that a war crime? And then he says, edit, looked it up on Wikipedia, that that violates the Medical Neutrality Act and is highly illegal. They just committed a, a, a war crime. Not just a civil crime, a war crime. But everything is, um, it's how you say it. And the thing is, I saw, I saw a brief uh, little clip of the video, too, that n- the nurse was shot at. Like, she was injured. And sh- the thing is, she was like, okay, patch me up. I'm going back in, basically. And I was like, I- honestly, I I honestly have respect for these people. Oh, my God. I really do. But, yeah, literally George Orwell committing a war crime on people just trying to save people. You don't fuck with medical staff. It's crazy because you read 1984 and you see all this stuff from the 60s and 70s on where they saw things going. Yeah. And we're fast approaching it. Because think about it. 9-11 sprung the privacy age because – or the the non-privacy age. Because as soon as 9-11 happened, that's when they started doing all these privacy bills and the Patriot Act and all this stuff. And so we were more watched. Yeah. And every time something big happens, the, there's a slew of, of laws. So I think after this, after the coronavirus situation, after the Minnesota situation, well, all over the country now, I think there's going to be – they're going to try to do more sweeping changes under the rug to try to get more control of us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It, uh, While we're distracted. It, it, if it's allowed, it will. this, this will become a regime. Mm-hmm. We're slow – honestly, in my opinion, we're slowly re- approaching a dictatorship. We're going to be no better than Russia. A democracy, air quotes. But honestly, I I, I do have to say I appreciate all the people who are actually, like, 
trying to, yes. you know, uh, on both sides. The people who are peacefully protesting, the people who are, you know, being aggressive for the right intentions. And then there's even people around the world, too. The UK, Germany, New Zealand, they, they're all having, like, marches, too. Um, as far as I know. Solidarity. From yes, yeah. From yesterday, L.A., um, they had a peaceful protest. You know, so, like, I, I, I'm really hoping a lot of this, like, a lot of this isn't going unnoticed. Because, uh, yes, this is an American issue, but the fact that other places, other countries completely separated from us yeah. are noticing that this is a fucking issue should really open up the eyes of people that are so ignorant to the If another this. country has a protest and there are places, there are states in our country that don't care, that goes to say a lot. Oh, yeah. Because you're in another, you're in an entirely different country mm-hmm. and you're protesting an, an American issue. That's huge. That is huge. That's 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 why our allies treat us better than we if, treat them. If anything, they oh yeah, absolutely. They 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 have more not respect. They care more about America than most Americans do at this point. At least that's what it seems like it to be. Economy wise. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. One one issue I think is honestly America's way too fucking. It's like great. we came in during World War II and like saved everybody, and so since then they're like. You know, they saved us, so we'll just, you know, we'll be friends with them. Yeah. But at some point. The thing is, no, you're absolutely right from an earlier point. It's like, we have to be able to, like, we're the, America, criticize these people. America, we have to be critical about all this. But it's the like, thing is, nobody, but the thing is, it's it's just like, it's like a Jenga tower. Because it's like, oh, you got political correctness, so you can't really say what you're trying to mean. Uh-huh. And then you got to worry about, like, you got to tiptoe over race and, and gender. And you got to tiptoe over over social issues and and it's just so much it's like you got it's like you're running through a minefield oh yeah and and the thing is i i honestly feel some people are just too afraid yeah it's like these are things we got to talk about otherwise you know we can't just be sweeping this shit under the rug that's why all I hate when people tell time. celebrities like shut up and act i'm like yeah that's like these are all people too everyone's a person with a voice yeah. so i don't get why i do i do not understand when celebrities like their Imagine thing for the coronavirus thing when they're all singing Imagine. I didn't get that shit either. I was like, stop. You're out of touch. Like, that's out of touch. But when... This whole situation is just heavy. It's just so dark. It's, it just, it's just a downer. It is. It's just... But that, that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, th- this this shouldn't be ignored yeah. whatsoever. But that's why people don't want to talk about it, because they're... No. But what's going to change if we don't? Because you, you think about it even, okay, we'll, we'll think about it on a minor scale. Relationships between anybody. Communication is key. Yep. That, that's a huge fucking thing. You know? If, if one thing is upsetting you, you tell the other person, hopefully they fix it. If you don't tell them what you want, they're not going to know. Exactly. But the thing is, there's so much. You, you start climbing up and up the ladder. There's just so much corruption everywhere. And the thing is, I, honestly, I, I'm going to put my statement on this. I honestly think these riots that have a purpose, that have an intention, that n- that are trying to grab people's attention, I think they should be happening. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly do. I think if they're not going to listen to peaceful protests, people in Atlanta, you know, they uh, there was a huge crowd, uh, a small video on Twitter uh, that I had retweeted. Mm-hmm. Um, they all had their fists up, you know, like as a peaceful protest. And like I said, I respect that. But the people who are m- making noise – like truly, truly trying to get their voice heard. It's like, I, I think that's the way to go. Otherwise, we're headed completely backwards. 
That's what I'm saying. I'm so sick and tired of thinking the fact that the 1960s, the peak of civil rights, was 60 years ago, and this shit is still going on. I, I hate it. I r- I honestly do, and I'm not even, you know, I feel like I I really have no say in it. But the thing is, I've grown up with these people. In a sense, I do understand it. I understand what it's like to be a minority. But the thing is, black people have it so wrong. For what? For what they look like. For the color of their skin. I, I don't get that shit. It's just, it's it's systematic. It's how, how, I, how I thought about it was, I thought, in 1776, when we said, fuck England, we're going to make this our own country. I bet you there was like a little english baker shop with a little cute little english grandmother making the best bagels but guess what the america wanted to be independent yeah she might have been a great person but that shit's still getting burned down like yeah. how of like the riots like yeah. of course back then there was probably british people that people were friends with but guess what if you wanted there's a cost for freedom yeah and loyalists were literally beaten yeah like it's and even though they may have had nothing to do with it, but the thing is, like, you think of, like, the Boston Tea Party, like, stuff like that. When people were fed up, they were fed up, and they took oh, it yeah. into their own hands. And, of course, there's going to be collateral damage. Is that right? I don't know. Like, that, I think it's such a great so that area. that brings it's up the like, question of do the, ju- do, the, uh, do the means justify the ends? Honestly, if, if it's done correctly, I think yes. Like, like you said, the Boston Tea Party. You look at that, you know. Here we are, America. But the thi- honest, okay. But like honestly, to counteract my point, but it's like with the American no Indians, we we stole all their land and basically oh, yeah. destroyed their entire population. Yeah. Without that, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, it's like an opportunity cost. It's like what? It's like what's the? And I like sometimes when people make the arguments like, well, they shouldn't have lost. It's like, okay, I agree. Sure, y- you have a point there, but. The thing is, we we're better now, and the thing is with the with the American Indians, mm-hmm. Native Americans, whatever they prefer to be called. Um, the thing is, the restitutions, the casinos, everyone likes to make fun of that they got, but the restitutions were just to like shut everybody up, basically. Yeah. To be like, oh look, we did something. It was like reparations. It was like here. Yeah. There's actually a a movie I rave about, Wind River, that kind of has to do with that. It's like these. Oh, uh, with um um. Jeremy, Jeremy Renner and uh, Hawkeye and, uh, yeah, and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And it's like the deeper message is like, you know, American Native Americans were like, you know, they're being oppressed even then. And it's just kind of obvious that it's just like nobody gives a shit. If you're a minority, nobody gives a shit. And I feel like that was the underlying message. I it's think like if, if, if you're looked down upon – you're just going to be looked down upon. If they have more power than you, they're not going to help you. I think everyone has their own issues, and it's like what you associate yourself with. Your wife's issues become your issues. Your race's issues kind of become your issues. Your yeah. job issues become your issues. It's like yeah. you become associated with what you in- integrate yourself with. So depending on the, the the severity of the issue will determine how you act on it. Yeah. And like for me, when I see – things like this happen over and over again it's like how it's almost like as a as a citizen you're looking for some type of like guiding hand someone to and trump fucking hides in a bunker yeah like i feel like a good president would go on the tv and be like we're in like and i'm saying reagan was a great president but like how reagan would or like how jfk would or like these presidents would go on the tv and be like talk to you yeah 
And you look at Jimmy Carter, even after he was out of the office, he's he was building houses and shit. Yeah, he was give like us a another Jimmy Carter, man. Yeah, like someone who's just and that's what people think Joe Biden's gonna be, but no, absolutely not. Same. It's just a lot. Honestly, I think I'm. I don't know if I should say this off the record. Um, I'm not suggesting this. I'm not advocating it. But if revolution is the answer, uh, uh, then so be it, I suppose. Uh, again, not advocating. <laughs> not saying uh, I so would join. Um, but a revolution is the way to be uh, to get people to listen to overthrow this corrupt government. I wouldn't mind. Is it would be very interesting. It would. A modern, would, modern day revolution. It would be very – but you would have to think, like, which – would the allies support the government or the people? Like, would Britain be behind us or I think the government? The, I think the people. Like, truly. It I would th- be – I think the people. In order for a revolution on that scale – No, but, like, you think about it. Uh, who was it? Uh, fucking – was it Britain that was ruling us? Yeah. France. France helped the people. They helped their overthrow. Because France just really fucking hated Britain, and they owed them a lot of money. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so they that's were true. like, uh, if we get rid of them, we don't owe them anything. That's true. <laughs> All right, fair point, fair point. All I'm saying is, if it happens, it happens. And uh, I wouldn't mind either way. As long as it's, uh, I guess it's hard to say. It's, I, e- it's I easier would, said than done, obviously. I would bet that a lot of people would rather fight against their own country for more freedoms than fight for Absolutely. their country. Yeah. Look at the Civil War. That uh, honestly, you can't tell me that didn't have anything to do with racism. It was there was an overture. all about racism. Exactly. People, people, white people didn't want to work. They wanted but to keep those people. Like going on like the systematic racism stuff. It's like the Confederate flag. Off off the rip, I understand as someone with a with a very diverse background that and and knowledge of history that the Confederate flag was. The Union side had a flag and the Confederates had a flag. And just like with any war, you have flags. And do I think that the the Confederate symbol and stuff should be preserved? I do because personally, I think it's a part of history that we shouldn't forget. You're not supposed to forget history because that's how you repeat things. So, and like how they talk about the Confederates. Should the Confederate statues still be up? Yeah, but probably in a museum, not in a park. Yeah. Because... That's not history. That should not be modern day... That shouldn't be revered no. as something. If that's like if we had a, a Jefferson Davis statue in the Capitol building, or like if we had a they actually burned down a Frank Rizzo statue, a racist police officer that advocated for beating black people. They burned it down, or at least, uh, yeah, they were trying to burn it down because they were trying to tear it down at first, and then they just melted it. Yep. Well, good for them. Tore it down. I but was like, all right, I don't advocate for it. I don't appreciate violence if it's indiscriminate. But I'll like it. <laughs> I'll, I'll double it. tap it. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. <coughs> but the when if there was a type of, of of revolution, I just think that it wouldn't be. I think America would become like uh, all the other countries that want a piece of us are just going to come as soon as they see that something's oh, for going sure. wrong. Absolutely. They're just going to all attack at the same time while we're like off our like. World War Three. While we're separated, we're trying to fight everybody else while trying to fight ourselves. Yeah, civil World War, th- civil war, war, civil World War Three, civil war. That sounds like, like that sounds like a good movie, actually. Civil World War Three. 
Like, what is this movie about? Yeah, fuck if <laughs> I He tries to run you over with a plow. It's a or like, a, like you're fighting the farmers. <laughs> 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 They're trying to get you with a cedar. I don't know. I mean, overall, my opinion on this whole thing, I hope this is the last time we have to do this. I really hope this is the last per- Honestly, if I'm thinking about it realistically, it's not going to be. It's a big fucking thing now. Yeah. But unless some things are drastic, it's going to happen again. This this isn't going to change. You, you're absolutely right when you say they're just going to propose a bill. That's never going to go through. I think, I think, realistically, I think, ideologically, I hope it never happens again. Realistically, I think it might. Yeah, if something completely drastic doesn't happen. I think we're just learning that we're thinking too small. That we're th- we're thinking about tearing down the walls when we should think about tearing down the building. Yeah. And I think that's just showing it more and more. Because that's what we thought with Trump. We thought Trump was going to come in here and tear down the whole fucking building. And he came in there and fucking put up new walls. So now it's just how do we get not back. Because I wouldn't say back to when Obama. Because when Obama was president, I felt like. I wouldn't say. I felt safer. I would say I just felt like I felt like a country. Mm. Like I didn't feel, which sounds weird, but I didn't feel like just a conglomerate of people that just everyone's doing whatever the fuck. Like mm. I felt like we were like a country, like we had a face. Yeah. With Trump, it's like it's not a face; it's like a megaphone. Yeah. It's like America is a huge superpower, apparently, but it's like it, it sure sure shit doesn't. It's feel like we're like getting friends on by our own country when before we were together. They just send us a little bit of money here and there, make sure we're okay. They don't really listen. Yeah. Sometimes but we're always coming you. back because we yeah. need to. Yeah, we need to. We need that attention. Say, hey, man. Give come us a little. Come through for the, for the quick suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. America just the. Yeah. With the three C's. America with three C's. Just, <laughs> just a quick one. <laughs> Grandma's in town. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Only fans. Grandma. What did you say? Grandma. Grandma Beatrice. Grandma Beatrice. On Only fans. Oh, shit. What if there's actually somebody out there with an OnlyFans called Grandma Beatrice? Like she's a grandma? Yeah. There's Obviously definitely grandmas on OnlyFans for sure. You think so? Yeah. I have at least six subscriptions. <laughs> 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 but, I, but like, are they going live or are they, like, just, like, pulling their titties out and playing hacky Is sack? that a f- <laughs> <laughs> Like, what are they doing? I don't understand. Is, that a, is that a fetish? Saggy titties? A fetish, th- there's like old the sh- women is a fetish. Like so. the shirt comes off and it like threw roll ups of rolls <laughs> off to down to their knees. Rolls you know? to the guy's legs. He goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> no, show me them saggy ankles. She, she got a loose her. heel. All those cankles. <laughs> oh my god! It just shifts around when she moves her foot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess. I mean, there's some people that are into like old people and shit like that, but I just think that shit's weird. They just want crust. <laughs> they just want that crust and those cobwebs. <laughs> I bring a bottle of Jurgen's extra, extra <laughs> shit smells dry. <laughs> you slap her ass and it just it just cr- it turns into like her ass turns into like the Thanos snap like it just it turns into dust. It's like when you wet a sheet uh, uh, a couch cushion it just like cracks basically. <laughs> yeah. Like when you get dry mud it's on your hands. <laughs> There's a drought out here. You lose your hands. You have a canyon in your ass. There's water. There's someone on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Shart River. Oh my god. Shart River. Shart River. <laughs> the brown follow the brown stream. <laughs> it smells uh, like something from like a uh, uh some type of a movie, like some like uh Clash of the Seth Titans. Rogen shit. Oh. <laughs> Seth Rogen. Like something stupid as Shart River, yeah. 
Shark Rogan. That episode's not up anymore, but yeah. For those of you who don't know, I fucking hate Seth Rogen. And by uh, by that logic, uh, I don't like Joe Rogan either, which I've literally never experienced Joe Rogan, so I like that literally means nothing. But well, Seth Rogen, I fucking hate you, dude. I don't want to. I don't want to hate you. You look funny, dude. I like your laugh. You you sound funny, but just some, some sausage party, just, man. Just that it was fucked a, me over. I was like, was I can't. This is that's why I haven't watched the end yet. That movie looks so fucking funny. You don't want to watch the end. No, no, it's bad. A sausage party. Don't watch it. Okay, all right, that's fair. Don't watch it. It's uh, the end <laughs> is horrible. You can't unsee it. No. no. All right, I, I will, I'll never watch it then. <laughs> I'll go watch something with Denzel Washington in it. <laughs> Shout out to Denzel, man. Shout out to Where the movie at? Fences. With Yo, what's OJ think about this whole thing? Hey, Twitter world. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to look him up right I now. I wonder what OJ thinks Twitter. about this. Uh, what's his thing? OJ, real OJ Simpson? Yeah. OJ. He's probably, I mean, he only killed a, he killed two white people. So The real OJ32. <laughs> Hello, Twitter world is yours truly. Hey, Twitter world is uh, yours truly. OJ. Oh, he tweeted last... Two days ago. So OJ's really trying to go out there and try to... He's okay. trying to put his voice out there. Yeah, that's a murder OJ, laugh. Are you looking at Fox News? Uh, somebody named um, Ingram, Laura Ingram. Laura Ingram. <laughs> they said, can you believe that she has Mark Furman? On as a guest talking about this subject, this subject, the same Mark Furman. Is he on a golf course? He is. <laughs> his eyes, <laughs> bloodshot. OJ, are you whoa, okay? Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Right, he liked the uh, smell of Rampart Station because it smelled like dead niggas. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, that's OJ's take on yeah, that. Okay, so OJ's on something. Shout out to OJ. Yeah, shout out to our boy OJ, our correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> OJ on the field. Yeah. Yo, these niggas be dying out here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> OJ, please run national television. OJ, run that shit back. Run that shit back, OJ. <laughs> Just like I ran that touchdown. <laughs> OJ, no, stop, stop. Just got ran from them cops. In that Ford he Bronco. sounded like a black guy. What's that <laughs> supposed to mean? He sounded like a black guy. <laughs> Bill Burr does, does a fucking thing on that too. He's like, O'Hara. Oh, oh, it's like, you're not going to say that sounds like a black guy. <laughs> yeah, that just goes to show. Like, people who say that they don't fucking, <laughs> they don't understand. If I go, Hero, you know I'm not black. Oh, he's black. <laughs> it's like, it's not racist. Like, that's like a fucking thing. He murdered people. Hero officer. <laughs> My name is Dumik Retrievers. I'm glad we just did a whole thing on racism and we're making fun of Asian people. <laughs> That's America for you, man. It's the, it's the There's no sides. bad intentions, obviously. It's a joke. Everything's fine. Uh, no, but I want to have you on here on a more lighthearted one. Yeah. Honestly, I think I might. If you're available next week, we can do that. Yeah, lighthearted. Some uh, other time. No, yeah, about we're, 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 I'm gonna go back to stupid stories after this. Yeah. I just. This but this, I'm glad we talked about this because this, this is yeah, very. This is just too uh, big. It's. It's, it's a tipping point. Yeah. Um, I'm excited, not in that way. I want to set my uh, my podcast in history. I want kids in the future to listen to this, all the stupid nonsense I say, and be like, that motherfucker, he knew what he was talking about. He knew. He knew. 
And what happened to their correspondent OJ? Whatever happened to him? <laughs> <laughs> the glove don't fit. Hey, the, the glove don't I'm fit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. God, I would love to have him as a. Oh man, we gotta get OJ on the lawyer. podcast. I'm gonna DM him. <laughs> hey OJ. Yo can, Juice. Can we get you on the on the? Uh, <laughs> can we get you on the pod? <gasps> he has his DMs open. He does. All right, I'm gonna think about the response I'm gonna give him. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> That's gonna be. Um, Normally, I do, like, fake ads. I'm not going to do a fake ad for this one because this is actually semi-serious. Uh, but we'll be back to stupid stories uh, next time. I promise. Yes. And uh, my ignorance will shine through once again, as it did today mm-hmm. and every day. Mm-hmm. Here, thenceforth. I don't know if I said that correctly. I'm stupid. Anyway, uh, where can they find you if they want to find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube at what Chap do you Screen. Oh. You can find me at on Instagram at Chap to Chap. You can find me on... Snapchat at Biggity Big Boy because that's really reopened. It yeah, Biggity Big Boy, B O I. You can I post dumb shit and I usually have the broccoli filter on and I say something stupid. Broccoli filter. So mad respect, mad respect. Um, I don't do the dog because I'm not too. no thought. Uh, yeah, look forward to all his stuff too. I know yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I can't wait. And I know we we're gonna start doing uh borderline stupid videos too. Borderline stupid. Uh. I'm just, I don't know. Look out for our stuff, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, OJ, also look out. Don't incriminate yourself again. OJ, look out for, uh, you know, we're coming. Not not in that way. Not the way you came for your wife and her boyfriend, but we're coming. Uh, Expect the message, OJ. (laughs) Can I I call him the juice? Can I call you the juice? You just sent him a knife emoji. (laughs) In 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 the the red juice. In the red police line. (laughs) With a black fist. (laughs) (laughs) He just sends back the knife. You go, oh no. Yo, Juice, you know where I live? Yeah. Fuck. He sends, he sends you the knife emoji, your address. <laughs> your IP address and, and then a picture he, of your and siblings. And then he sends you his location and he's on like he's on the highway. <laughs> no, he sends you a thing 14 hour drive. It's like, fuck. No, like he screenshots his <laughs> I'll be there soon. OJ. Listen. <laughs> I can comp- comp- compartmentalize. <laughs> you were a great fucking football player. Yes. Uh, you should have killed those people, but listen. But uh, show glove, me how to run. The glove didn't fit. The glove <laughs> didn't fit. They acquitted. <laughs> I have you a family, please. Honestly, if we if we could troll him and find a way for him to get on a podcast and then just co- act like we're completely like, yeah, dude, you, why would people think you did that, bro? Like, no, but we know you didn't do he it. He incriminates himself? We, we saw the glove. He's like, yeah, bro, I didn't do that shit. He's like, but if I did, he's like, if I did, <laughs> how I did. let me tell you, the first thing I would do is I'd pull up their house and I'd fucking kill him. And we go, we go, uh, record, stop recording. No, get out. This is this is off the record. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A- absolutely, shit's still uh, bumping. Why is that red dot bumping? Oh, that means it's, it's not on. <laughs> red dot means it's off. That just means it's ready to record. Yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna hit that space bar, are you? No, 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 no. absolutely no, not. No. Why, why uh, should it still moving on the screen? Uh, you're yawning. You're uh, testing levels. Uh, uh, <laughs> Oops, you just hit the space bar. Okay, look, <laughs> look, keys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Juice. Um, <laughs> You just stiff arms and he comes through the door. <laughs> you still got your moves, Juice? <laughs> he jukes you out. <laughs> Stabs you in the chest. <laughs> I just kicked. Every time I think about OJ, I just think about him stabbing someone. Just, hey, At bro. his age. <laughs> yeah, just like, he, like, he's like, ah. He's like, can you help me? Yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> just slowly stabs you. Juice. <laughs> you just, he sprays orange juice in your face and leaves. Ah. <laughs> Ah, ah, ah. 
It burns, OJ. Just, just fucking OJ, me. where'd you go? <laughs> it's like a superhero origin story. <laughs> like <laughs> Daredevil. <laughs> just running away. Is that a 4-4 out here? <laughs> where are you going? God damn, he just ran a 464. Yeah. Shit. No, oh my God. OJ, please listen. Anyway, stay tuned for next week when OJ comes on. Uh, Yeah. Uh, you can uh, follow the Borderline Stupid Podcast everywhere. Uh, I'll explain it next week. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's it.